Well, on behalf of the, uh, the speaker Anderson family, we want to welcome you tonight and thank you for coming out uh, to be with the family and to accompany us as we celebrate the life of Leola Speaker. Um, Sister Leola was a great, great blessing to us and to our family over the years. She was one of the first workers that came down to South Texas from Michigan at my grandfather's request. Uh, he had meetings there, and she felt the Holy Spirit calling her to come and work with uh, Mexican people. And she received a telegram from him that said, Come. And so she and Marilyn packed up all their things and came down here to South Texas. And uh, Mexico and South Texas have never been the same. Never been the same. Um, When I think of Leola, I think of uh, a woman of God. Uh, In Titus 2.10, the Bible says that we should make the gospel of our Savior attractive. And she made the gospel of our Savior attractive. She made you want to be a Christian, want to know Jesus She had a sincere faith, like Timothy's grandmother, a sincere faith, a faith with no mask, a faith that didn't have any hypocrisy in it. She just loved Jesus, and she lived to help other people know Jesus. And if you knew Leola, you were quickly motivated to do something for Jesus also and to use your life to serve him. And so tonight, we don't get the celebration that they got in heaven yesterday morning, we're not the receiving committee. We're the farewell committee. And so for us, uh, it, it hurts. And there's nothing that anybody's going to say tonight to make you uh, feel less sad because that means you loved Leola. If you feel sad tonight, it means your love for her was real. And it is a separation. But our blessed hope is that we will see her again. And there was a celebration yesterday morning that we didn't get to be a part of. But you can be sure that there was a lot of shouting and a lot of laughing when she came into heaven, and she is rejoicing now with no tubes and no cancer and no sickness and no hospitals, and she's forever in the presence of Jesus. And so tonight for us, we're going to celebrate her life and honor her and talk about what she means to us. And the Bible says that we should give honor where honor is due. And I think just to begin everything, it would be very appropriate if we could give the Lord a clap offering for Leola's life and everything that she meant to us and what she did to the Lord. I'd like to invite you to stand and we're going to open in prayer this evening. Jesus, we thank you so much for Leola's speaker, Lord, for her life, for her legacy. We thank you so much Jesus, for how she was used by you and was poured out like a drink offering, Lord, and now she's fought the good fight and finished her race with pride. And tonight, Lord, I pray that you would be here with us as we celebrate her life and we honor her legacy with every person that speaks and every song that's sung, that it would bring glory to you, Lord, and it would bring us comfort, knowing that she's with you. Señor, gracias por tu presencia aquí con nosotros. Gracias por cada... uh, familiar y amigo amiga de Leola que está aquí en esta tarde. Señor, gracias por su legado, Señor, por todos los recuerdos que tenemos de ella. Ayúdenos en esta noche, Señor, honrar su memoria juntos. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You can be seated, and uh, we're going to sing a few hymns now.
you would like to, if you'd like to sing with us in celebration of Leola's life, sing of God's faithfulness and God's greatness. And if you would like to stand and join and sing together in worship to God. How great. 
There was another hymn that she requested we sing tonight called Amazing Grace. Let's sing this together. Amazing Grace, how sweet a sound that saved a wretch like me. grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved how precious did that grace appear the hour I first Thank you so much for coming out and celebrating with us the life, the ministry, the faithfulness of our mom, Leola, Leola Anderson Speaker. And we're celebrating, but from this side, her homecoming, the homecoming of a, a great servant of God, a great example to so many and we would like to ask several people to come and just share a few minutes. And I would like to begin with my mother's younger sister, Marilyn. Because this is where they began to serve God with, with their missionary calling. It all started right here. In Iglesia Biblica. And Brother A.B. Ost. And so Aunt Marilyn, I'm so glad that you can come and share. I'm getting old too, but not quite as old as Leola. 
My sister was an awesome, awesome sister. Very, very special girl. Now, what I wanted to tell you first was that uh, in 1948, after Leola had finished college, and uh, I was in the middle of two colleges at the time, but as um, Jim was saying, or John, we came down here because Grandpa Abiast had come to our church for meetings and said they really needed somebody to come and start a daily vacation Bible school in this area. And Leola being the adventuresome one, Marilyn, the little sister, followed her, and we both came down. What I wanted to say is my sister was one of a kind. She was a special jewel, that brilliant. Her brilliance shone all around the world. Wherever she met, people loved her, people knew her, people enjoyed talking to her. She was a loving, giving, wonderful person. Um, she was always, she was very hum, uh, humble. I, I'm, excuse me, I get mixed up sometimes. But, um, and other things, she was very generous. She was willing to give whatever she had. And uh, she just blessed so many people. A couple of the verses that both she and I took as our own, one of them was, in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion because very often we can become confused with things in the world. Another one was, in thee, O Lord, I have put my trust since my youth. You have been with me since my youth. This was in Psalm 71. And another verse was, um, you have been my God, my trust, and will be with me to the end. I don't quote it exactly. But anyway, I know that God was with her every moment and that she was waiting. God, Jesus was there with open arms saying, come home, Leola, come home. And, uh, and I'm sure my dad and my mom and my brother were there waiting for her too. And I've done my crying this week, and now I'm just praising God that she's with Jesus. I wrote a poem thinking about her, and I'm going to just read it to you. She was more than a sister. She was my dearest friend my mentor, my confidant to the very end. She could make me laugh, even cry with me, and she understood my moods with empathy. My sister had talents too many to count, speaking, painting, writing, and traveling about. She traveled by air, she traveled by car, by boat, by bus, by budo, sometimes, in countries afar. She ministered faithfully, with love and joy as she went, God blessed her with her love, humor, and wit. Always ready to go, she had nothing to fear, knowing God went before her and was always near. Though I miss her so much, I am so glad she is free of all pain and suffering. With Jesus she'll be. And with Daddy and Mother and Brother Jean and all of the loved ones so long not seen, May God bless her memory as we grieve today and draw us more closely to heaven, we pray. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Aunt Marilyn. 
We will be celebrating three special gatherings. The memorial service tonight in honor of our mother, Leola, and the, the funeral itself will be in Wallace, Michigan, in her hometown, where she will be laid to rest by her, next to her father and her mother's graves. And that's where her, her family and her roots are. And then a couple weeks from now, we'll be having a special memorial a special service in Morelia. I think I'll be able to hold it together here. I'll, I'll keep trying. But the oldest of Leola's children, Joy, is going to say a few words. Thank you for being here. It's so good to see each and every one of you. I'm going to read a little bit from my mother's obituary, and uh, Tom's going to make sure that I don't lose my place. <laughs> Leola Anderson Speaker went home to be with Jesus early Monday morning, 5.10 a.m. to be precise. August 19, 2013, surrounded by loving family, she made the round trip in 88 fulfilling years. She was born in Wallace, Michigan on March 15, 1925, on a blizzardy day. Ever since, she's been an adventurous soul, always eager to try new things. She attended Bethel School, a one-room schoolhouse in Wallace, and she went to North Park University in Chicago in 1944. After she taught high school in Bark River for one year, uh, she went back and graduated uh, in 1947. She came down to the Rio Grande Valley in 1948 to teach daily vacation Bible school here at the Iglesia Biblica with her sister Marilyn. Then living, um, let's see, she had a heart for missions and for nearly 65 years, she has joyfully served her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. While she was living in Mexico for many years, she also traveled to Honduras, Nicaragua, Cuba, Spain, India, Africa, Algeria, um, other places bringing the gospel. Uh, Leola and her husband George began a children's home, Casa Hogar La Esperanza in Morelia, no, in Morelia, Uruapan, Michoacan, and uh, there they continued uh, ministering. Uh, her two sons, uh, John and Tom, began ministries in Morelia and in Spain, and her grandson, Andres, now pastors a large church in Morelia, Michoacan. In 1986, she also worked as a translator for the Billy Graham uh, Crusade in Amsterdam. And she met some wonderful people that she still kept in touch with even a few weeks ago. Um, Leola also accepted invitations to distribute Bibles and to speak in various countries uh, and in areas of unreached nations of Arabs called the Saharawis. She enjoyed traveling and had an amazing love for uh, people of all nationalities. Her wit, her humor, added color to her sweet-serving spirit. Our loss is heaven's gain. 
Leola is survived by her four, her four loving children, Marilyn Joy Ramirez, John and Marla Speaker, Tom, Debbie Speaker, and Sandra Speaker, grandchildren, David, Lisa, Paul Ramirez, Andrew, Melissa, Benjamin Speaker, Daniel, David, and Joshua Speaker, Michael, Almada, as well as 11 great-grandchildren. Also surviving her are her sister Marilyn, Marilyn Agley, Marilyn and Merlin Agley, and their children that we're honored to have some of her sons here today. I'm so thrilled, Lawrence and Don and David. Thank you so much and your family for being here, and Debbie. Um, let's see, and James and Shirley Anderson up in um, New Berlin near Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and sister-in-law Doris Anderson up in Wallace, Michigan, and many friends, and Uncle Norbert. Anyone else that I forgot? No. Okay. Thank you. And the next son or child is myself. I just want to mention quickly some of the big truths and lessons that I learned from my mother. Just three very quickly. And I believe that everybody that knew her also learned these, these same things from her. And the first thing was, no matter what, you never give up. No matter what, you never give up. Didn't she teach you that? She taught me that. And what an example. She went through so many huge trials. But you, you would always see her smiling and encouraging people. And I remember when she took her four children up to Michigan and had to reinvent her life. I was 13 years old, and she did a wonderful job. And she went to teach school after being on the mission field for many years. And then she, we were in a public school, and things didn't go that great. And so she looked for a, a good Christian school to take us to and then moved us to Seattle, Washington. And we were there for two years. And uh, she really, really was a wonderful mother. And uh, I learned that no matter what, you never give up. So many things we could say along those lines. And number two, she taught us the priority of Christian mission. Mi missions is preaching the gospel to the unreached. Preaching the gospel to those who have never heard. It would make her mad almost to see people and churches that did not have missionary vision for those that have never heard the gospel. She would say something's not right. If you, you know, it's not fair to preach to one person a hundred times when someone else has never heard once. And her greatest joy was when she could tell us a story about how she shared the gospel with someone that had never heard it before. She had no greater joy. And the third thing was to encourage the younger generations to serve God. Encourage the younger generations to serve God. 
You know, uh, I'm not saying those that are here tonight aren't young, but we're young in spirit. You know, we're like Joshua and Caleb. But the majority of my mom's friends were very young. The great majority of her friends were young. You should go to the mission field and all of these, these missionaries that are, you know, one-fourth her age, they consider themselves close friends. My mother. She encouraged the younger generations in a very unique and effective way to serve God. And I am so proud to say that I am Leola's son. So much more I could say. Brother Tom is next. Como que le dan las ganas a uno hablar español mejor que inglés, pero ni modo, nos aguantamos. <laughs> Some of you that did not understand that, I, you almost want to speak Spanish, because most of our life we've spoken Spanish, yeah, you know, with my mom and of course in, in Mexico and in other countries. My mom, uh, just to, in, in memory and in uh, gratefulness, there's three things that I wanted to share today. And uh, one is that uh, my mom... Uh, it wasn't, she taught by, by, by how she did things, and the example, the uh, model to follow. And one of, the, one of the things that she modeled was, and Johnny and others have already mentioned it, but she was a giver. Uh, anybody would come, llévate esto, venga, te doy esto, I'll give you this, no, you need this, you need vitamins, you need a book, you need a, you know, and she would always give. <laughs> if you knew my mom, she was always giving. <laughs> Uh, she would have money, and maybe it was the twenty dollars that she had. You know, oh, you need it, you need it, you take it. You know, <laughs> she was a giver, so she modeled uh, giving. Uh, it was it was something, and she modeled mercy. I believe that uh, one of her greatest gifts was was mercy. Bill Valley, another missionary, uh, once kind of jokingly said, uh, "If the devil came to the door." To, to ask for a favor from your mom, he, she would do it, <laughs> you know, because she gave to anybody. It didn't matter who it was, uh, she was uh, a giver. <laughs> she wasn't much of a businesswoman, but she was a giver. She started a bookstore. I don't know how many know that she started a Christian bookstore in Uruapan, but the bookstore didn't prosper financially because she gave the books away. <laughs> That's just the way she was. Uh, and uh, if it was Christmas time, if it was birthday time, it, wasn't, it didn't matter who came by, uh, you were invited to sit at the table and to eat, and we put more water, más agua los frijolitos para que alcanzara, you know, she would put more water in the stew and to, for everybody to have something, you know. So my mother was a giver, uh, and that, that's something that's just penetrated all our lives. I look at my brother Johnny and Joy, and, and I believe many in our family, and we, we just, that's something that it's in our DNA too. We like to, to give, and we, and we learned it from my mom. My mom's a giver. The second thing I want to mention, that my mom was a motivator. Uh, she would always say, you can do it. Yes, you can do it. I know you can. <laughs> Once my dad took us to the piano and he says, Joy, I'm going to see if you have musical abilities. And Joy would go, ha, da, da. And she says, yes, we're going to buy you a flute. 
and Johnny's turn and he got on the piano and my dad said yes we're going to buy you a guitar and when I got to the piano and I was all excited because I wanted to get my little guitar he says Tom some people have it and some don't and you don't <laughs> but my mom oh that's another story she I was crying in the bedroom on my top bunk and she comes she says, Tommy Tommy I know you can do it you can do it I know you can do it <laughs> My mom was always a believer in, you can do it. She would look at somebody and she says, you know what? You have a face like a Saharawi. You need to go to the Sahara. <laughs> or you have a face like, like India. You need to go to India. <laughs> she, she was always motivating people. Uh, so she was a motivator. Um, and anybody that knew her, she was, she was motivating to, to, you know, to, to do it, to, to get out there. You, know, you can do it. And, so, and she taught us by example. The motivation. The third thing I want to mention. She was a, uh, it sounds kind of super spiritual, but here it goes. <laughs> she was a prophet. She prophesied over people. I remember once I was sitting, she visited us in, uh, in, uh, in Spain, and I was, we were, she'd, we'd just gotten there months or a year, and, and she came to visit us. And she says, Tom, she said, I had, I had a dream about you. And I said, yeah, what about? She says, I saw you, that there was some camels and there was blue men. And she goes on with this little story. And the minute she starts saying that, the Holy Spirit, I just started crying and weeping. I don't know if Debbie remembers that. I was at, we were in a restaurant and I, I just couldn't hold myself. It, it was like a prophetic speaking word from her of, of God's call that we were going to have something to do with, uh, with the Muslim world in North Africa. Uh, and, and God used her. To, to, to prophesy, to speak into our lives. And not only in our lives, uh, later on, uh, Oscar will be speaking as well. But once I remember going around the circle there in, in, uh, in Spain, uh, different people had been in Morocco and Spain, and, and everybody in, the, in that group said, Sabes que tu mamá es la responsable que estamos aquí. Your mom is the one responsible for us being here. She motivated, she spoke to us about Spain, about Morocco. And uh, that was, that's, she, so I just wanted to share those, those three things. Mom was a giver. She lived it. That was her life. Uh, she was a motivator, always motivating. You know, Tom, you can do it. You can play. She would always say, Tom, you can sing better than Mark Witt. Sing. <laughs> My mom was, you know, how moms are. Well, she was a mom telling me, <laughs> you got to play the piano more. You've got to, you know, she... That was my mom, a motivator. And she was a, she's a woman of, of prophetic words. She would always speak, you know, and, and the God would use her. Just, it was crazy, but God would use her words to speak, and, and, and people would feel the, the Holy Spirit upon them when, when she would speak about, about something. And I just want to, in, in finishing up here, I would like uh, uh, just to say thank you to, to Debbie. Uh, we'd been in Spain up till two years ago, and we really felt that mom's life was winding down. And so we felt that we needed to take a year or two uh, to be with my mom. And I, I'm very grateful uh, and don't have any remorse uh, for putting a pause in our lives uh, of many things that we had been involved in and just saying, you know what, just to be with my mom. And I, but I kind of was in and out. The person that was there day and night was my wife, Debbie. And I want to say, Debbie, thank you very much for being with mom there. And, and uh, amen. She took care of mom's medicine, was looking up for her bills, and just helped in so many ways. So, Debbie, 
Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that. And I wanted to thank also Auntie Marilyn. She's just been a great sister to my mom. Uh, every week, two, three times a week, she was there. You know, and, and Leola, how are you? Having coffee, having, uh, uh, you know, some, some cookies or something. And, and Birgit, I don't know if, where's Birgit here, but uh, Birgit, uh, she's been such a friend uh, coming over and always bringing those Swedish cookies <laughs> or, or some Swedish things to, with my mom and, and uh, just dear friends. Thank you so much uh, for, for, uh, for your, uh, your love. And, and coming to, to be with us in the last couple of years, especially since we were here, that's what we noticed, and we just want to thank you so much. And God bless you. Amen. When I would tell mom that I had gone to preach to a certain place, she would say, did you sing one of the songs that God has given you before you preached? You always have to sing when you preach, because people like to hear you sing. <laughs> So I would go, <laughs> right now she would want me to. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I didn't say it for that reason. <laughs> but actually, I said that Joy was the older sister, but actually we have an older brother. And it's Benjamin Munoz. And uh, he arrived with his sister, Eloisa, and they lived in our home. And after that is when my parents started the orphanage. And so uh, Benjamin Munoz is, is, uh, is the older brother of the speaker, Leola Speaker's children. And I'm so glad that he and his wife Alma came all the way from, from Morelia. And my son Andrew is going to translate for him. ¿Te lo echas en inglés? Entonces Andrés te va a traducir al inglés. Buenas noches tengan todos ustedes. Good evening to all of you. A la hermana Leola la conocí primero que Tomás y que Juan. Uh, Sister Leola, I met her before Tommy and Johnny did. Uh -huh. yo cinco años cuando en la iglesia que yo asistía en la Ciudad de México. I was five years old when in the church that I used to go to Mexico City. La iglesia se llama Sarón. The church name is uh, Sarón. Uh -huh. Sharon. Por ahí el pastor nos dijo que teníamos visita. The pastor said we had a visitor. Uh -huh. La iglesia en ese entonces yo la veía muy grande. Uh, back then I used to see the church was so big. <laughs> y en una silla lateral de la iglesia. And on one of the side chairs in the church. Ahí estaba la hermana Leola con su primogénita en brazos. There was sister Leola with her firstborn in her arms. Uh -huh. Con eso les quiero decir cuánto tiempo tengo de conocerla. With that I mean to say how long it's been since I've known her. La vida de ella ya la han mencionado. Uh, her life has already been mentioned here. Ella era transparente de cualquier lado que uno la viera. She was tra transparent in any way you would see her. Estimulaba a las personas 
se le partía el corazón si veían que tenían alguna necesidad. She would uh, stimulate people. Her heart would be broken if she would see that they had any kind of need. Tengo muchas cosas que agradecerles a Dios por mi vida porque fueron parte fundamental para mi formación como médico. I have many things to thank God uh, for, for them because they were key in my formation as a person and as a doctor. Cuando ellos se, se establecieron en Michoacán como misioneros, when they established in Michoacán as missionaries, llegaron otro grupo de misioneros, entre it, ellos algunos canadienses. There was another group of missionaries that came also uh, from Canada. Y toda esa fue mi convivencia durante muchos años. And all that uh, during many years was my uh, bringing up. Pero el ejemplo de la hermana Leola But the example of uh, Sister Leola es inigualable. Is really unmatchable. Cuando como cristianos la muerte la vemos como parte de una vida más allá. In Christianity we see death as just part of the life that comes afterwards. Pero de todos modos nos duele en nuestro corazón. But it still hurts us in our hearts. Su partida es como un rayo que atraviesa her leaving el, el pecho like, de uno. Her leaving is like a lightning piercing through our chest. Pero bueno, ella una vez mencionó que su Redentor vive. She, she, she once said that her Redeemer lives. Y ella ahora ya cruzó más allá del sol. And now she's on the other side of the sun. ¿Eh? Allá nos está esperando. And she's waiting there for us. ¿Eh? Y quizá, si Dios le da la oportunidad, And maybe if God gives her the opportunity, ella va a correr la cortina para recibirnos. She will open the curtain to receive us. Yeah, so over the years, many other children and young people considered mom to be their mother, just as we did. Gracias, Benjamin. And there is a young man here. He's not that young anymore because he's been on the mission field for like 22 years. But he represents the missionaries who were inspired and influenced by our mother Leola to go to the mission field. And Oscar and Lupita Camas are here and Oscar is going to say a few words. Oscar. English, Arabic. He speaks several languages. He says in Arab. <laughs> Arabic.
Fue en el año 87 cuando conocí a la hermana Leola. It was in 1987 when I met uh, Sister Leola. Acababa de llegar para estudiar en el instituto. I had just arrived to study in the Bible school. Y comenzó un alboroto. And a revolution began. Toda la gente quería ir a saludar a una persona que acababa de llegar. Uh, I mean, the commotion began. Everybody wanted to go say hi to a person who had just arrived. Todo el trabajo en la iglesia se paró porque querían ir a saludar a una Work persona. Work at stopped because everybody wanted to say hi to somebody. Y era una mujer. Y yo me pregunté, ¿y quién es esta mujer? There was a woman and I was asking myself, who is this woman? Y... Después supe por qué había pasado eso. And then I realized why the commotion. La hermana Liola era de esas personas que trastornaban todo. And sister Liola was the kind of people that would just tear everything apart. <laughs> stir it up, stir everything up. Su presencia traía su amor por la gente. Her presence and her love for people would just bring something. Era, era increíble. It was amazing. Después cuando volví a llegar a Morelia, yo era de los que salían alborotado para saludar a Escuchándola a ella en el instituto, listening to her in Bible school, mi corazón fue molido. My heart was crushed. Cuando empezó a hablar por las naciones. When she began to talk about nations. Y cuando tocó el mundo musulmán. And when she talked about the Muslim world. Esa semana que ella habló del mundo musulmán. That week she spoke about the Muslim world. Yo no podía dormir. I could not sleep. P pasión por un pueblo fue puesta en mi corazón. Passion for a people was put in my heart. Mi corazón y mi vida no fue la misma. My life and my heart were en never esa the semana same. después de sus clases. In that week after her classes. Yo le conté lo que había sentido, lo que estaba experimentando. I told her what I was feeling, what I was experiencing. Hermana, estoy teniendo visiones de sueños de gente. And Veo I said, gente. sister, I'm having visions and dreams. I'm seeing people. Estoy llorando por esta gente. I'm uh, praying for these people. Y ella me dijo, creo que Dios te está llamando a trabajar con el mundo musulmán. And she said, I believe God is calling you to work with the Muslim world. Y creo que tú puedes hacerlo. And I think you can do it. Tú puedes hacerlo. You can do it. Y pude hacerlo. And I did. <laughs> con la hermana hice viajes. Uh, with Sister Leola we made trips. Hice un viaje a Honduras, Nicaragua, a Guatemala. I made a trip to Honduras and Nicaragua. Estuvimos en la mosquitia, en la selva, en Honduras. We were in the jungle in Honduras. Ella hizo un viaje con el primer grupo, yo me quedaba con el segundo grupo. And she made a trip with the first group and I'd stay back with the second group. Cuando regresó con la avioneta, era un gozo, su alegría de haber estado allí. And when she came back, uh, she was just full of joy for Picoteada being out of the jungle. Picoteada por los zancudos, pero ella venía alegre. She was all bitten up by mosquitoes, but she was happy. Pues yo fui alegre y me subí a esa avioneta. And so I was all happy and I got on that plane also. Qué terrible error. But what a horrible mistake. <laughs> Nos movíamos, se nos paró el avión, la, la avioneta se paró, the, caíamos, fue horrible. The little plane was moving from side to side, it actually stalled in the air and uh, we barely made it to the ground. Yo dije, ¿dónde nos ha metido la hermana Liola? I, I said, where did Sister Liola take us? <laughs> Al otro día teníamos que ir a otros pueblos y teníamos que ir en unas lanchitas delgaditas. Then we had to go to other villages and we got in some real narrow um, boats. El río estaba crecido, animales pasaban muertos 
era horrible. The river was very uh, high and there was just animals that had been caught by the river. They were dead on the shore. Yo dije, no, esto no es de Dios. Creo que no tenemos que ir porque. And I said, this is not from God. I don't think we should go there. Dice la hermana Liola se fue así. The people told me, sister Liola went like that. Pues hay que hacer lo que la hermana Liola hizo. Entonces, so we had to do what sister Liola had already done. Siempre nos puso el listón muy alto. She always set the bar very high. Ella, con ella estuve en el desierto. Uh, with her I was in the desert. Siempre quería estar con la gente. She always wanted to be with people. Ella amaba a la gente. She loved people. Quería aprender el idioma. She wanted to learn the language. Lo poco que podía aprender. Whatever she could learn from the place she was at, she would use it. Viajé en España, en Marruecos. Uh, traveled in Spain and Morocco with her con los saharauis. With the saharauis. El saharaui es un pueblo que ha sido comenzado a comenzar, ha comenzado a comenzado a alcanzar. The saharauis is a people that it has begun to be evangelized. Mi esposa y yo fuimos los primeros en trabajar con el pueblo saharaui directamente. My wife and I were the first to work directly with the saharaui people. Y esto es fruto de la hermana Liola. And this was fruit of Sister Liola. Por el corazón de una mujer. Because of the heart of a woman. La obediencia de una mujer. And the obedience of a woman. Ella tenía pasión por las almas. She had passion for the souls. Y pasión por el mundo. And passion for the world. Yo represento a, a esa gente que ella fue, que inspiró. I represent that people that she inspired. Dejar mi país, dejar mi tierra no fue fácil. Leaving my country, my people was not easy. Pero la hermana... Logró que pudiera yo tener una pasión más grande y un corazón grande. But Sister Liola helped stir that passion. Y no podía quedarme en México. Tenía que obedecer and el llamado. I could not stay in Mexico. I had to obey the calling of God. Y tenía que ir a tocar a esa gente que no, tenía, I, no había tenido la oportunidad de oír. And I had to go touch those people that had not had an opportunity to hear. Porque ese era su corazón. Because that was her heart. Somos muchos los que quisiéramos darle las gracias a la hermana Leola. There's many of us who would like to be able to give thank you to Sister Leola. Yo sé Leola. que mi esposa está tan agradecida. Ella estuvo en el orfanato también. And my wife is also very thankful. She was in the orphanage actually. Pero su legado es inmenso. But uh, Sister Leola's legacy is huge. Amó a México. She loved Mexico. Pero amaba las naciones. And she loved the nations. Amaba el mundo. She loved the world. Y eso quiero hacer. And that's what I want to do. Quiero seguir tocando el mundo. I want to keep touching the world. Y amando a la gente. And loving people. Como ella los amaba. Like she did. Gracias. Thank you. Gracias, Oscar. Alguien me preguntaba que por qué venía yo de traje y de... Y, yo pensé, es que voy a algo muy importante. Para mí esto es muy importante. Si uno se viste de lujo para, para ir a, a saludar a algún político, con más razón una gran sierva de Dios. Someone asked me why I was dressing up. And I said, that's because I'm going to something very important. And uh, going to see... A famous politician, you know, we get all dressed up, but this is more important than going to see a famous politician. Thank you, Oscar. And then we have uh, three grandchildren that are going to briefly say something 
representing Joy's uh, children, my children, and Tom's children. One, one from each of the families. First of all, uh, Leola's grandson, David. The oldest, the firstborn of all of her grandchildren. Well, it's great to be amongst all the family and loved ones here. I can really feel the love and warmth. Um, Grandma really was remarkable. Some of the stories that are being shared about her right now are just, you know, the memories come flooding back. And uh, we're talking about her impact in the nations and in the world. And and yet if you met her at a glance, uh, she didn't carry herself about as if she was very much at all. and, and, And she didn't like to brag. In fact, if anyone started to brag on her, she was quick to throw in there that, oh, you know, she'd rather put somebody else uh, in the spotlight. Well, it's only because of so-and-so or, or such-and-such. And so uh, I just I jotted down a couple things uh, that I wanted to remember with along with you all together. And uh, The calling for missions and traveling was always at the forefront. I know that um, one of the trips I took, one of the first big trips that I took with her, besides traveling many states, uh, up and down, almost as far north as Canada and east, uh, eastward to uh, upstate New York, and then cutting through Florida and all that was was to Spain, though. And uh, there's a couple of you guys that are floating around here that was on, were on that trip, too. And uh, really just marked my life, I remember that point, because it was one of the first times that I didn't take for granted what was happening in this exchange. Um, God was using her, and she was a vessel gave every, literally gave everything that she had monetarily um, whatever she had in her and on her and, and, and about her to, uh, to facilitate the, the preaching of the word and I, I remember when we were, uh, we, were we, took, uh, we took a hydrofoil over to northern Africa and just, just like you're hearing just the fascination with meeting and talking to anybody that was different instead of kind of shying away and saying well this kind of, this kind of person is different she'd take a step forward and say hi I'm, I'm Leola and we just wanted and immediately engage to find out what, what were those things that you had in common and if she didn't see one all right she'd make something she had in common you know what I like that about you and she'd immediately seek to connect that way and um, well I think about her sacrificial giving too and you know there, so many people have talked about that whether it was putting money in your pocket that you knew she didn't have and yet as a grandson you're like thanks grandma and and uh such a good feeling to feel so loved that that she uh that she uh, had that and, and we felt it immediately and and uh in and of ourselves but but um i don't think it was until i was a little bit older that i realized just how many uh she had impacted and 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 that um I don't know. I think I think if Grandma was here right now, she would probably be uh, prone to say fewer words than a lot. Um, so I find it hard to you know go on and on and on and on about her. Um, and I can imagine her listening in right now and saying something like, "That's enough now. Let's go ahead and go on to the next." Uh, so uh, I guess you know one other thing that I, I wanted to share about, and I think this was. Uh, this was penetrating uh, about two or three days ago would have been about Saturday or Sunday and as uh, some of us were stopping by to check in on grandma and we knew that it was uh, getting closer and closer to the end and she was fighting a a brave fight just to see her um, even 
even in her last bed that she lay in, uh, she didn't sit still. She was unconscious and uh, medicated, and yet her right arm kept moving either from the top of her pillow or to reach. It looked like she wanted to get out of bed and just start. And, and so um, uh, and I wasn't there during the last hours of her life, but um, if she was conscious or if she could do something, she did something. She was never inactive. There wasn't a, a waking moment of her life that she didn't spend doing something that she believed and valued to be, uh, to be meaningful and productive in the best of ways. And so I guess I would, I would say that in a way that would encourage us all as we remember her and, um, and as we think of the joy that, that she you know, must be, be experiencing right now. And I guess I just leave you with a thought that, uh, that she would deposit into us sometimes as kids, that she would say, Imagine when we get to heaven. What do you think it'll be like? I think those golden streets. Or she'd say, and sometimes she'd say that just at the end of a really hard day or a hard week. Or God knows, because we didn't know all the things as children that were really going on beneath the surface. But she'd take a deep breath and and uh, and she'd say something like that. And so, um, as as she lay and and. Uh, with just a short time left to live, and there was, you know, very little time that she had. She stopped talking after a while, but yet, as I would look into her eyes, and she'd she'd open them for a few seconds at a time. There was there was that connection that you know that uh, that's being made when you see somebody, and you're you're really seeing them. And I guess I would encourage us all as we continue about our lives and some of us that are involved in the ministry and some of us that are involved in the not-so-well-known ministry because we're, we have other day jobs, so to speak, but that we're, uh, we're doing our bit that, to never forget that, that the tactile touch, whether it's giving something sacrificially or, or uh, just connecting with somebody and actually in our modern age of technology, looking at somebody in the eyes as we talk to them in, in that bit. But uh, bless you all. Thank you, David. Andres, representing our children and grandchildren, it's the oldest Andres. Okay, voy a tratar de hablar en español y en inglés por los que solo entienden un lenguaje. I'll try to say something in English and Spanish. Some of you here in the valley are used to that. I want to start out by reading John 15, 12. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this than someone lay down his life for his friends. Juan 15, 12 dice, Este es mi mandamiento, que se amen unos a otros como yo los he amado. Mayor amor no tiene alguien que este, que alguien ponga o entregue su vida por sus amigos. Uh, I want to talk on behalf of uh, myself, my wife Kelly, my son Jared, and Lucas and Sofía. Uh, of how much we loved uh, Grandma Leola, or as Jared used to say, Grandma Mola. Este, so quiero hablar unos minutos de cuánto mi esposa y mis hijos eh, amamos a la abuelita Leola, como decía Jared, la abuela Mola. Y realmente mi abuelita tenía un gran, gran amor por las personas. Ella entregó su vida por muchos amigos. She gave her life for many friends, uh, even for people who weren't her friends. And she gave her life for her greatest friend, Jesus. Entregó su vida por su mejor amigo, Jesús. 
y realmente su vida a mí me ha impactado. Eh, desde niño, lo más divertido de mi año era venir aquí a McAllen este, a saludar a la abuelita. <laughs> My favorite part of the year was come say hi to grandma here in McAllen because she always had cake and uh, coloring books and crayons and candy. Siempre tenía todo eso, pastel y colores. Este, y si no tenía algo que regalarnos, sacaba una de sus plumas que se acababa de robar del hotel <laughs> y te la regalaba. Este. She would always find something to give you, you know. So... I'm, I'm going back and forth English and Spanish, so some of you can get, catch bits and, and pieces. But she was just always giving. My, one of my mentors, Paul Johansson, he always says, there are two kinds of people in the world, givers and takers. Eh, uno de mis mentores, Pablo Johansson, siempre dice, en la vida hay aquellos que toman y aquellos que dan. Y mi abuelita era una de las personas que siempre daba. Como lo han dicho, daba sonrisa, daba amor, daba ánimo, daba esperanza, daba paz, daba regalos, daba dinero, daba zapatos, lo que sea te daba, no te dejaba irte con las manos vacías. Y este, yo quiero que sepan que en México, eh, y seguro en todo el mundo, pero en México hay un gran, gran legado de mi abuelita. There's a great legacy of my grandmother in Mexico. And I would dare to say she's one of the heroes in the faith in Mexico. Uh, there's many servants, pastors, doctors, families, friends, young and old, all across the nation that are doing something for God because of Leola speaker. And, um, you know, this sort of memorial is fitting for who she was, but is not honoring in the sense of who she was. I think only heaven can honor such a person. Ella siempre fue humilde y sencilla, y este memorial hacía sencillo y humilde como ella lo fue, pero. Eh, Solamente el cielo podrá honrar la clase de persona que ella fue y la cantidad de cosas que ella hizo por el reino de Dios y por tantas personas y el país de México. Y este, de parte de todo, todos mis hermanos, Benji y Melissa, que también estoy aquí a nombre de ellos, eh, abuelita, te amamos, te vamos a extrañar, eres la mejor. Amén. De la familia de Tomás y Debbie, ¿dónde está Josué? ¿Entre sus mejores amigos, uno de sus nietos?
What can be said about grandma that hasn't been said already? She was a great woman, great grandmother, amazing person. She could get you anything across the border you wanted. She had a way of loving people. She had a way of helping people, knowing when people were hurting and trying to help them out as best she could. She was always a, a character, always making jokes, always smiling, always that strong person you could look towards to. She's traveled the world. She's been in many places, touched many people. She left some big shoes to fill. Thank you. Just a uh, real quickie, when Josh said that grandma could take anything across the border, I don't know if you believe this, but 20 or 30 years ago when it was more difficult to take things across the border, she took a bumper of a car on a bus and got it through aduana because some missionary needed a bumper for a car. She Literally, she could get anything across the border. There's some other things we won't tell you about. <laughs> Just two more, very important. I, I wish we had time just for everyone. There's so many people here that have known her for so long. But I would like uh, Steve Johnson and Joe Ost. Steve Johnson representing CFU, this church, the relationship, the sister relationship fellowship over the years where mom began her ministry. Steve, thank you so much. And Lorraine for making that incredible effort to be here. Thank you so much. Steve. Hicieron un esfuerzo muy grande, viajaron toda la noche y todo el día, cambiaron sus planes para estar aquí. First of all, it's just a great privilege to, to speak at this occasion. Uh, we just wanted to be here to be with you. Uh, some years ago, I was with a man named uh, Ruben Larson who was one of the founders of HCJB, and he came to the valley for a while. And I was his chauffeur, <laughs> a twerp. And, uh, but I remember riding with him. He'd just lost his wife. And he said to me, uh, it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. I didn't say anything. I was a kid, you know. 
So I just listened. And then about 30 seconds later, he said, you know, but it would really be bad if it didn't hurt. Uh, and I just say that to the family. that uh, That's our sentiment for you, that uh, go ahead and cry and feel the ache and the pain. That's, that's good. There was a relationship there. And, uh, and rejoice, as, as we've been doing. It's so funny, you know, it's the pain and the laughter all are right together as, as we're sitting here. Um, when I thought about uh, what to say, I, representing CFU and the beginnings, there were giants in the earth in those days were the words that came to me. Leola was one of a group of people that were giants as far as ministry to Mexico. Uh, my grandfather, A.B. Ost, who started the uh, ministry of CFU, and then Danny Ost was here. Joe is going to come and speak in a minute, and uh, his dad was working. The, he and Leola and my grandfather, Richard Peel, uh, men who started movements of church. I mean, these weren't guys who went out and started a little church. They started movements of churches that, and, and multiple mission agencies. And uh, your mom, as has been mentioned uh, various times, was unassuming. And you'd, I'd come in and I'd look at her and say, but boy, you got to know her. There was fire in her inside. And uh, she, had a, she was on a mission. And she, she didn't announce it. Like some, some guys announce their mission and, and uh, we've got it out here. She was just on a mission. And the result are all of those churches in Michoacan and in other parts of Mexico. The work of Mas Vida, of Vida Abundante, of, of Vida Abundante in España, uh, of, of the... All of those things that were initiated through this supposedly unassuming little lady who was facing obstacle after obstacle. I mean, she, it, there, the things that happened to her would have defeated most of us. Uh, and the characteristics that I thought about her, I'm just going to read off a list of words. Brilliant. Courageous. Servant, teacher, mobilizer, unassuming, and absolutely determined. I mean, she could, she could talk to you and you'd think that she was agreeing with you, but when you got done, you were going her way. And you went her way, because there was no other way to go. But that's why she did what she did. And uh, I was in that meeting in Tarifa with, with Tom when we asked all of these missionaries, and they were leaders, people starting churches and starting work, how many of you are here because of Leola Speaker? And I think all but one. It was just everybody was there because of her. And uh, the verse that I've thought of to just and share with... <clears throat> uh, oh, man. I, well, I'm going to read it in Spanish. You'll have to translate into English. El justo florecerá como la palmera. 
Crecerá como cedro en el Líbano. The righteous will flower like the palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Plantados en la casa de Jehová, en los atrios de nuestro Dios florecerán. Planted in the house of the Lord, in the uh, courts of our God, they will flourish. Aún en la vejez fructificarán. Even in old age they will bear fruit. Estarán vigorosos y verdes. They will be vigorous and green. Para anunciar que mi fortaleza, Jehová mi fortaleza es recto. Y que en él no hay injusticia. To announce that the Lord my fortress is righteous. And in him there is no injustice. And that was your mom. Right up until the end she was doing. I mean you had to clamp her down to stop her and that was that whole generation was that way the whole generation was that way thank God for them thank God for them Lord bless you and thank you for this privilege of saying a few words thank you thank you thank you gracias Esteban Joe asked it's in Gail, his wife, that are here. It's so good. When I heard that you were coming, Ruth Ann and Ruth Cano, I was so glad to see you here. Joe, please share a few words. Thank you, John. Well, it's a real honor to be here tonight to honor Sister Leola. And we see, Steve mentioned it, how... We see all the fruit in her family, all the ministries. And I was thinking about her being an encourager. You know, for one thing, she was a person who taught my dad Spanish. <laughs> and she also taught my wife Spanish. And she was, uh, you know, when I would meet with her, you know, she was always encouraging. And I was, I'm part of uh, Missionary Bible Crusade. Well, actually, we had to change the name because... All those words are politically non-correct, depending on what parts of the word. So now it's a massive resource uh, challenge. But I remember at conferences and so forth, she, was all, she always had an encouraging word. And she, she was an encourager, and she, I, I would use the word she was also a challenger, in the sense that she would challenge you. She was always challenging me. And you know, she got me out of my comfort zone. I was teaching in Bible school in Mexico, and she challenged me with the... She'd made a visit to Spain and was sharing Spain with me, and I naively assumed that because of the Reformation that Europe was evangelized. <laughs> and so that put a seed in my heart to want to visit Spain, and I said, I'd like to visit Spain within two years. Well, about a year later, I was able to go overseas on a trip with my father to where we spent some time in India... And then, on the way back, I spent about 20 days in Spain and was shocked to find out that in a country like Spain, with 40 million people, there were more evangelical churches in Tulsa, Oklahoma, than the whole country of Spain. And, and because of Sister Leola, my wife and I went to Spain. And then I was thinking... Um, you know, and eventually... You know, also the reason that, that we were involved with North Africa. 
But I was thinking, you know, Steve was saying that she's unassuming. I remember a lot of times I would hear of an article that Sister Leola had written in some publication, but it wasn't her name. And I even think she wrote some books, but her, her name doesn't appear there. And I really think she's one of God's unsung heroes. And I want to leave a thought with you because this is the kind of life that Sister Leola believed and, and lived in the sense of the challenges that there are in the world today. The, the thing that got me out of my comfort zone from being in Mexico is, for example, in countries like Mexico and Latin America, it really is harvest time, and thank God for that. In countries like Spain, the seed is being planted. But in places like North Africa, you have to be the seed. And that's a whole different perspective. And Sister Leola was all of that. And it's honor to honor her tonight. One hour, one hour and a half, two hours, three hours. It's all relative. It seems so, so little. You know, maybe if we're going to be here an hour and a half, so little compared to her life. And we love her so much. We love you, Mom. been hard but the last two days I've been trying to see her more how she is right now than how she was the last seven days that we were with her completely different and uh, Andres is we're going to have a special time of prayer if you would all like to stand Andres is going to pray for the children, the grandchildren, the great-grandchildren. And he's also going to say a special prayer for those that want to offer their lives in service to the Lord Jesus in remembrance and honor of her and following her example. Because one question we have is, who will take her place? And how many of those here today and maybe we could also have a word of prayer if anyone here hasn't received Jesus in their heart. Okay. I want to read Mark 8, 34 through 37. It's uh, the message. Calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. Marcos 8:34, llamando a la multitud para unirse a los discípulos, les dijo, cualquiera que quiera venir conmigo tiene que dejarme ser el líder. You're not in the driver's seat, I am. Tú no estás conduciendo, yo estoy conduciendo. Don't run from suffering, embrace it. No huyas del sufrimiento, abrázalo. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way to saving yourself, your true self. Sígueme, yo te voy a enseñar cómo. 
El autoayuda no es ayuda. El autosacrificio es la manera, mi manera, de salvarte verdadero yo. What good would it do to get everything you want and lose you, the real you? ¿Qué bien haría ganar todo lo que quieres y perderte a ti, el verdadero tú? Eh, mi abuelita siempre estaba tratando de lograr que alguien sirviera a Cristo. And my wife, my, my grandma was always trying to get somebody to serve Jesus. And I would like us all to bow our heads. Si podemos inclinar nuestro rostro. Y si tú estás sintiendo, número uno, que tú estás lejos de Dios y hoy quieres reconciliarte con Dios, yo quiero orar contigo. If you want to today uh, recommit or give your life over to Jesus, I want to pray with you. Señor Jesús, te entrego mi vida. Te pido perdón por mi pasado y mis pecados. Tú puedes repetir esta oración en tu corazón. Gracias porque me amas. Te pido perdón y te recibo en mi corazón como mi Señor y mi Salvador. Te entrego el resto de mis días. Cristo Jesús. Amén. Ahora quiero orar. Now I want to pray for all the relatives and anyone else who wants to Uh, just serve the Lord Father God I thank you for all the children for Aunt Joy and Uncle Tom and my dad John and uh, Aunt Sandy and Uncle Benja and all of her children natural and in the faith I pray for comfort today I pray that the Holy Spirit would embrace each and every one of them Lord when Comfort is needed. Words don't help. Only your presence helps. And so, Lord, I pray that your presence would be near and was so real to each one of her children. Lord, I pray for all the grandchildren. Lord, I pray that you would comfort all the grandchildren. There's grandchildren in Spain and grandchildren here in the U.S. and in other parts, and we just pray for comfort over every single grandchild. We pray, Lord, for every great-grandchild. We pray that their lives would serve you, Lord, that they would be men and women of faith and of love like Grandma Leola was. And Lord, I just ask you to call out today those among the crowd here that would be inspired by Grandma Leola to serve you. I pray that today would be the day that we would make a decision. Today would be the day that we would say yes to your call over our lives. Maybe there are some here who have uh, had the idea of going to another country as a missionary or even just serving in their local church or even just doing something out of the ordinary in their everyday life to serve Jesus. I just pray that today would be the day to say yes. That today we would live lives that would follow the example of Leola Speaker. Wholehearted just giving ourselves to Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We have a, a video we're going to show at the end, but we want to sing one of mom's favorite songs, Because He Lives, Porque Él Vive. And because He lives, I can face tomorrow because 
just because he lives and because he lives I can face tomorrow because he lives all fear is gone and The fourth child of our mother Leola, Sandra, couldn't make it, and her son Michael, they will be at the Michigan funeral. And we can't all go to Michigan, and we couldn't all be here at the same time. But her heart is here with us. And just Psalm 23, which was, of course, one of my mother's very, very, very favorite psalms. I want to read that, and then we're just going to see some, some pictures real quickly before we, we leave. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though, and we quoted these verses to her a few days ago in the hospital, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. She told us, let me die. I want to die. I'm ready to die. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And we sang her the chorus that goes with that verse many times the last few days while she was lying there. You may be seated and vamos a ver unos, unas fotos de la vida de mi mamá para terminar. Would you like to give one more round of applause for the life of Leola and thankfulness to God for all that she means to us? We didn't get to be there when she walked into heaven, but we can only imagine what that must have been like. Pretty awesome. Well, uh, this concludes the service tonight, but we invite you to stay. There's some cookies and coffee and snacks and drinks in the back. And if you haven't had a chance to hug the family and come and share your uh, sorrow with them, we invite you to do that. Um, así vamos a concluir este servicio, pero hay café, galletas y algunas bebidas ahí atrás. Y si quieren uh, venir y saludar a la familia... Son bienvenidos de hacerlo. Dios les bendiga. God bless you. Thanks for coming.